Welcome to Tia's Table, where there's always good food and good conversation. Sit back, grab a snack, and let's have some girl talk. Hey girl, happy new year. Happy 2022. Yes, we made it. Not that I didn't think that we would, but y'all know, 2021, it was looking a whole lot like 2022, so I'm just happy to be on this side of a new year. New year. It's full of promise, full of ambition, full of hope, full of all things new. I know many of us have resolutions, goals, casual promises that we, you know, try to hold ourselves to all year long. However you want to word it, I know everyone has something that they're trying to do in the new year. And for me, the main thing I'm trying to do is just be more consistent with a lot of the things I know I should be doing anyway. Um, and we're going to talk about that on today's episode of the podcast. For those of you who are new here, I'm Tia. I am an accountability coach. I help women live a healthier life in a low maintenance way by developing healthier habits um, that they can sustain over the rest of their life. Um, So before we get into today's conversation, let's talk about what's on my table today. And if you got your email along with this episode podcast, you noticed that there wasn't a recipe of the month this month. This month, we're talking about meal planning. Now, I know when a lot of people hear the two words meal and plan, It's like a heavy gray cloud just kind of hovers over you because a lot of people get so overwhelmed by the thought of having to plan out meals and having to think about what they want to eat as well as what their family might want to eat and planning that, going out hunting and gathering for all of those ingredients and then having to be the person cooking all of those things all week certainly sounds like such a very daunting task. And to be honest with you, it literally exhausts me on a daily basis having to feed everybody. Because if you're anything like me, you probably feel like it wouldn't take much to satisfy you or make you happy, right? Like I could low-key eat a salad every day for dinner, just switch up that protein, and I could honestly be happy. And I'm not saying that just because salads are healthy. I'm saying that because for one, y'all already know I'm, I'm a salad person. I like a salad. Um, But then for two, they're so easy to do. You don't even have to turn on the stove most of the time. Um, And it it would satisfy me. I would be happy sitting down at the table eating that at the end of the night. My family, on the other hand, girl, they want too much. And they want to eat every day, like more than once. And I'm just tired of thinking about food, shopping for food, cooking the food. Like, it wears me out. However, I find that when I do have a plan... It wears me out a lot less. Maybe part of that is mental because I'm not making a million trips to the grocery store, like having to think about that. Um, And honestly, when I know what meals are on the schedule for that day, it really does alleviate some of the whole, what are we going to have for dinner? Because I hate being asked that question. I hate answering that question. But when I do have a meal plan in place for the family, it really does just help me out a lot. Like it, it lightens my load, if that's a good way of putting it. Um, It just makes it so much better. So meal planning is something that I would like for everyone to try this month, this year. You know, we're at the very beginning of a new year. So there's no time like today 
to say to yourself, let me get a piece of paper and a pen, or you can do it in your phone. Jot down those days of the week and see now here is a little tidbit that I think would help people. If you know your family eats out certain days of the week, make that part of your meal plan. So really, truly, we're not planning to cook every single day. I also schedule my family for leftovers, right? Because a lot of the stuff we eat, especially with these new 2022 grocery prices, hello, hello, y'all eating these leftovers. So we're gonna go grocery shopping once a week, right? We're going to make these meals and we're going to schedule ourselves for leftovers for eating out. So we're really not cooking every day and we are utilizing leftovers. You can remix leftovers. You can serve them as they are. That's my favorite way to do it. Use that microwave and and reheat it. Heat and eat. Um, and as far as... Um, cooking and getting food on the table for your family, you really want to kind of think about the things that you like to eat. I know when people are on a fitness journey, um, they tend to, I don't know, I think people tend to overcook um, because it's like you want to do what you see on social media, you want to do what you see on YouTube, and that's cook these meals and then bust them down into all of these containers. And that's certainly one way to go after doing it especially if you do not share a refrigerator with a family, then yeah, you can fill up your refrigerator with all of those containers and have them labeled and go for what you know. But if you are a woman who's cooking for more than just you, um, you find that number one, you probably don't have enough refrigerator space for all of them cute little containers. Cause girl, I know I don't. I don't have the space for those containers and regular like leftover containers and milk and juice boxes and bottled water and fruit and cheese and you know what I'm saying? Like all the things. So what I have found to be easiest for me is to make my family's meal plan with my own meal plan in mind. So I try to make things that we can all eat that just so happen to be good for you. I do sneak vegetables into the things that they eat. Um, I do sometimes make myself, um, maybe in an, another side or I'll make myself something to sub whatever carb they had. So for example, last night we had spaghetti for dinner. A lot of times when we have spaghetti for dinner, I'll make myself zoodles or I'll make myself, um, like zucchini, like I'll roast zucchini in the oven and I'll just eat my spaghetti sauce on top of roasted zucchini. Or I might um, do like a roasted um, bell pepper and I'll just put my spaghetti sauce inside a roasted bell pepper. Like I do things that still keep it very easy and fast for me, uh, but I just sub out whatever it is that they're eating that I don't want to eat. And those are all things that I account for in my meal plan. Now, another thing that I think people kind of skip over when they meal plan is snacks. People don't account for the fact that you probably will get a little hungry between breakfast and lunch or peak, peak hungry time is between lunch and dinner, right? So you want to plan for those too. If you're going to have a smoothie or have like an apple with some type of almond butter or peanut butter, or if you're going to have some, some type of nut medley or some fruit or yogurt or, I mean... And I say yogurt just because I know people eat yogurt. But if I have coached you, you already know how I feel about yogurt. Girl, I know it's a good healthy snack, but 
For me personally, I can't do yogurt because yogurt truly deep down inside, it wants to be ice cream and it wants you to believe that it's almost ice cream, but it's not. It's yogurt and it doesn't taste anything like ice cream, but it's cold and they try to sell it to you like it's an alternative to ice cream and girl, it's not an alternative to ice cream. Girl, it's yogurt, right? But if yogurt is your thing, have your yogurt for your snack. You know, I know y'all like topping it with things and mixing things in there. So do you, boo, if that's what you, if that's one of your snacks of choice. Um, but yeah, make sure you're also planning for snacks and then make sure you are also planning your water intake because that is also a part of meal planning that I feel like people just kind of skip over, especially if you work outside of the home and you're on your feet and busy walking around all day. I find that um, for women who are like that on their feet all day, it is very hard for them to get their water take in because they are moving. They're not, um, you know, stationary, sitting down in a seat at a computer all day and they're not able to like casually sip um, the way that maybe they would like to be. So plan for that. Take your lifestyle into account. Think about what your days are like. Think about what type of meals you could realistically get made every day considering what time you get home from work, considering activities your kids might be in, consider all of that and say, okay, of course I might not be able to bust out a beef Wellington. No one should be doing that, by the way. No one should be doing that, by the way. During the week, none of us are doing that. But let's say, because you know how you get when you start looking at recipes. You see that beef Wellington and you're like, hmm, I'm gonna try that on Wednesday. Well, girl, you know Wednesday is a work day, so that's not a realistic thing for us to do, and that would be stressful. And once things become stressful, we just tend to abandon it altogether, do we not? So when I say think of realistic meals, I'm thinking, okay, you know you work Monday through Friday. Some of those days, please schedule for leftovers. Some of those days, please schedule at least like one takeout day for your family. And the rest of the days, definitely go for one-pot meals, sheet pans, things that are super easy to make, that are super fast to make, that don't require a lot of prep and won't stress you out. And then they still happen to taste really good. And on top of that, they happen to be good for you. Now, I'm doing another meal planning class on this Sunday at 4 p.m. through Zoom. If you took my class last year or the last time I offered it, you know... Um, We all got a lot out of that class. It is extremely helpful. I go through my um, meal planning strategy exactly. I talk about grocery shopping. I answer all of your questions. And it's just a really great way to kind of get some information about how you can make meal planning possible for you. If you are interested in attending this year's class, and I only offer the class once a year, If you are interested in attending this year's class, you can go to my website, www.tfvfitness.com and purchase a ticket. Tickets are $15 and you also get an ebook along with your purchase and it's a really great time. It's just like this, but live and in person and who would not want that? So hopefully I'll see a lot of you um, in class. I know... People have already bought tickets and I'm excited to see those of you who are already signed up. So yeah, so that's what we're focused on this month. We're focused on meal planning, planning the meals and eating our food that we have at home. Because let me tell you something, 2021 got a lot of my my money 
I spent a lot of money on food for myself and for my family in 2021. And I'm not trying to live that life again this year. Truly, I want to eat my food that's at home. And I want to get back to a place where I am maybe only eating out like once a week, you know, and that might not be realistic for everybody again. And that's why I say, take into account what your lifestyle is and what would work for you and create a meal plan that makes sense for your life. Um, And if you find that you do have to eat out, you know, make that part of your plan and plan for healthy meals that you get from a takeout service. Um, And I know a lot of places now have meal delivery service or like meal prep services that will like make your food for the whole week and deliver it right to your door. So Keep those things in mind, too, for people who are too, too busy to cook and do this. You know, outsource some of that stuff, girl. And you can still get your healthy meals in without having to do the whole grocery shop cook thing. You know, consider those. Consider what your options are and make it work for you. So that's what's on Tia's table this month. Girl, we are eating all the food at home. We are making our own food. We are watching how much salt we put into things. We are making this at-home food work for us. We have food at home. We have food at home. We have food at home all of 2022, except for probably on Saturdays. So there's that, right? Okay, so moving on. This year is all about consistency. You know, I really do take into account a lot of what I see women talking about. Um, online. And so far, I haven't really heard anybody talk about like specific goals that they have. Um, I haven't heard anybody say, I'm trying to make X amount of money, or I'm trying to lose X amount of weight, or I'm trying to do this, or I'm trying to do that. For the most part, I see people saying that they just want to be consistent. Like they just want to build on some of the habits that they already have and just keep them running a whole lot smoother. And I feel that that's where I'm at too. When I look at 2022, I'm like, okay, girl, at this point, we already know what we should be doing. We know what we should be doing. Where we lacked a a lot in 2021 is with the consistency of it all. And sure, we can point to the fact that there's a whole, you know, squid games type situation going on in the world around us, but we can only use that as an excuse for so long, right? Because I mean, like we have already discussed somewhere either here or in my Instagram stories, I'm not sure, but there are a million ways to skin the fitness cat, right? And we can't keep letting things that are outside of our control play a role in us seeking our results. So this year I'm trying to have a no matter what attitude, I really don't like saying no excuses because really, are they excuses? No, because I'm pretty sure we could justify them at least to ourselves. So I like to say a no matter what attitude that like, no matter what, I'm going to stick to my plan. Whatever my plan is for the week, no matter what, I'm going to hold myself to that um, and really just be better about being consistent with my personal fitness goals. Um, I feel I'm real consistent with everybody else's fitness goals that I'm responsible for, but with my own personal fitness goals, I'm like, girl, you got to start putting yourself back out in the forefront and take charge of your body and your workout plan and get back to it. So how do we be consistent? How is it that consistency seems to 
just totally escape us when it comes to our health and wellness fitness journey. How is that? When I was thinking about this, I'm like, you know what? I don't have a problem being consistent as a mother. You know, I'm very consistent when it comes to showing them attention, playing with them, feeding them, as we have just discussed. Even when I don't want to, you know, I show up for them. I have no problems being consistent as a wife. You know, he wakes up every day and he still gets to see me, which is a blessing in and of itself. So, boom, consistency there. I would like to think that I'm a pretty consistent friend and sister. If you call me, I answer my phone. Like, I am always here and available for you. Um, I'm a consistent daughter. Same thing. If my parents call me, they, they get me. You know, we talk, we laugh. I am emotionally available to them. I am consistently fulfilling my duties in literally all other aspects of my life. I show up for work every day. Every morning when I wake up, I'm checking on all of my women. And I do that throughout the day, all day, until the last woman goes to bed at about 11 o'clock-ish. So I, I, I have no problem being consistent with all the other things in my life. I have even managed to become consistent with doing laundry. Now, We're going to talk about that later on in the random section of the show. But I have even gotten to a place where I am very consistent about that. So why is it that when it comes to eating well and working out, our consistency just comes to a screeching hot? It's like we don't even know her. We don't even know what that is when it comes to working out. And I don't have the answer to (laughs) to that question. But I do know that is an area of improvement for me. So... One of the things that I told myself that I would do to help build momentum and remain consistent is to remember mentally that working out is no different than all of the other tasks that I do throughout the day, number one, right? I need to have a no matter what attitude about working out the same way that I do about literally everything else. It's like, no matter what, if Tia, if you don't do anything else today, you need to love those children and feed them. And anything else you're able to accomplish above and beyond that, it's like icing on the cake. I need to get to a place, I need to get back to a place, I should say, with my workouts where I have that same mental thought process. Like just Tia, no matter what, you're going to get this workout in today. Period. Like no matter what, no matter what your day throws at you, no matter how much you might allow the day to get away from you, You are still going to get this in before you go to bed tonight for yourself, right? You need to start loving on yourself just as much as you love on everybody else that's in your reach, right? You are just as important and you just, I just have to remind myself of that. So overlooking something like a workout, even when little sneaky things will come into your mind and you'll say like, oh, well, I'm tired or today was a lot. So, you know, I'm going to acknowledge myself in this moment and see, and these are the lies we tell ourselves. And sometimes self-care is just a loophole for things we don't want to do. And people are not ready for that conversation, but I'm going to say it anyway. Self-care, we use it sometimes as, as a justification for not doing other things. So we'll say, ooh, no, we'll hit, we'll hit ourselves with that self-care and say, mm, for self-care, I'm going to acknowledge the fact that I'm tired right now and I'm going to go to bed. And I think that's fine if you do that like once or twice a month, right? 
But if you are actively pursuing a fitness goal, you kind of need to develop that no matter what attitude, right? If you are trying to change your body in any way, girl, we can't have too many rest days, the planned ones or those surprise ones that show up as a form of self-care. We kind of have to get to a place where we say, oh, working out is one of the things that I have to do today, no matter what. I got to do it. Even when I don't want to, I'm going to have to do this. Even when I am tired, I'm going to have to do this because I'm actively pursuing a goal, right? Now, if you're in a place in your fitness journey where you're just trying to maintain your body, like you already reached your goal, you're very happy with where you're, you're at, you know, this little part of this, this sermon is not for you. Okay. So you just kind of sit there and wave your church fan. But if you're like me and you, you need to see some changes, you are looking for some type of result. We kind of have to get back to a place where we are consistently saying, no matter what, I'm going to do this because this is important to me. And even though today I might be tired and today I might be over it and today I don't want to do it. The part of us that really desires those results needs to show up and say, you know, that's we acknowledge those feelings. You don't want to do this, but we're going to go ahead and give ourselves this 20 to 25 minutes anyway. And I like telling myself that. So and that's one of the ways I stay consistent. So on the days where I'm like, ooh, I really don't want to do this. I tell myself, well, Tia, just do 25 minutes. And at the end of that 25 minutes, if you still feel like you just want to take a shower and go to bed, then take a shower and go to bed because you showed up for yourself even when you didn't want to. And that's important. But then also you're also acknowledging that, but you really are tired. So girl, go to bed and it's okay. But then sometimes the opposite happens. And at the end of that 25 minutes, I'm really at a good place in my playlist. And I'm like, nah, I feel like I can go for another 20 minutes. I got another five songs in me, right? And I'll keep working out because at that point I am in the zone and I'm feeling it. So that's tip number one. Even when you don't feel like it, give yourself 20 minutes because we can, all of us can do anything for 20 minutes and 20 minutes is not gonna make or break your day on one end or the other, right? If you get in bed 20 minutes later, girl, it's not gonna be that bad. If you wake up 20 minutes earlier, It's really not that bad. I find that 20 minutes is a real sweet spot. 30 minutes, we tend to start tiptoeing into a little bit of a zone that might derail our day. But 20 minutes, yeah, we can do 20 minutes most of the time and not get all out of sync with everything else we have to do. So that's tip number one. Give yourself 20 minutes on the days that you don't really feel like it or are over it and see how you feel after that 20 to 25 minutes. Another way to remain consistent is to make sure that the goals that we set are realistic. We have to start setting realistic goals. If we are sitting down and saying, oh, I wanna lose, I don't know, something that that would be really aggressive. I wanna lose 150 pounds this year, right? That's a super aggressive goal. That means you're telling yourself, You are working out every single day. You are eating healthy and you're not really giving yourself much wiggle room for treat meals or a vacation or anything. You are buckled down and you are into it. 
And I find that when that happens, when goals are made that are slightly unrealistic, people experience the most extreme version of burnout. And they get burnout really fast, right? Because in your mind, you know you are looking for whatever result. And where you are today feels really far from where what that goal might be, right? So when you're thinking about yourself on your journey, you feel like it's so much space between where you are today and where that end goal is that it will literally make you, for some people, just not do anything. It kind of shuts you down. So I always like to encourage people to, number one, make sure your goal is realistic. So instead of telling yourself you want to lose X amount of pounds this year, maybe you tell yourself you want to lose X amount of inches off your waist. Or maybe your goal is, I just want to work out five days a week. Or maybe your goal might be, this year I want to lose 70 pounds, right? 70 is not 150, right? So 70 is a much more realistic goal um, that can be attained by someone who is serious about their fitness journey. And you tell yourself, you know, in order for me to reach this goal, I'm going to have to do X, Y, and Z, right? When your goal is realistic, something about that mentally triggers people to stay stay on the wagon. They, they can envision themselves achieving their goal when the goal does not seem like an overwhelming burden, right? When your goal is realistic, you are able to say to yourself, I know that this workout or I know that the actions that I'm taking every day, the habits that I'm um, making a part of my lifestyle, these habits and this behavior, it lines up directly with the goal that I seek. It lines up exactly with the results that I want for myself. And people tend to just stay on the right track when they know if I keep doing this, this will happen to me, right? When your goal is crazy, because sometimes I hear some crazy things. When your goal is crazy, we know when we're saying it like, girl, is that going to happen? <laughs> is that going to happen? You could work out every day. You could eat right every day. And sometimes the goals that I hear, I'm like, I can't promise you that that's going to happen because the goal is unrealistic. It will probably take more than a year for you to see the change that you that you want. Um for a lot of the things that I hear people saying. So you have to take those kind of things into account. Set yourself up for success mentally by telling yourself, this year I want to do this, right? I want to get stronger. I want to lift more. I want to run faster. I want to work out X amount of times a week. I want to hit my water intake. Um, If your goal is a number-based goal and you say, oh, I want to lose X amount of pounds this year, then just make sure that whatever that number is on the scale for you, make sure that it is something you can reasonably, in a healthy way, go after all year without putting too much stress on your body because you also want to lose that weight and keep it off. So you don't want to do anything that's so extreme that it's not something that you can maintain for the rest of your life. These are all the things we have to think about when we are setting more realistic goals, right? When you are also looking at things on social media um, and you see different body types or you see, um, you know, women sharing their fitness journey 
and all of that, keep your own realistic goals in mind. Try not to be so, you know, I don't, I don't even know the right way to say this without, um, it possibly sounding bad, but when you see other people on social media and you say to yourself, cause the people say, oh my gosh, her body is goals, right? When you are saying that to yourself and you say to yourself, that's what I want my body to look at. The other side of you needs to say, I also need to pay attention to what it takes for her to look that way. That is what I mean by setting a realistic goal. So if you say to yourself, oh, my favorite fitness person on Instagram, she looks like this, her body is goals, that's what I want to look like. I think that's fine. No problem with that. So what you also have to do is take a look at what that woman is doing. If that woman is running five miles a day, she's doing 40 minutes of HIIT training every day, she's lifting weights, she stretches, she foam rolls, she eats really well, maybe she counts her macros, she's doing a lot of work to have the body that you see on Instagram. So when you say to yourself, your goal is to look like X or to be a certain size or to be able to achieve some type of new fitness skill, Think about the work that is also attached to whatever that goal is. And if in your mind, you are already telling yourself, but I don't like to do so-and-so, or I don't want to do that, or I'm not doing this, or, you know, because that's what we do. I do this. We talked about this with me looking for a personal trainer, and that's why I don't have one, girl, because I I already know it's certain things I don't like to do. Um, And so when you think about your goals and when you think about what you want to look like or how you want to feel or whatever your fitness goal is for 2022, also think about the work that goes along with it and mentally prepare yourself to do that work. Because if you're not mentally prepared to do the work that it takes to get the goal, that is that little window of space and opportunity right there is where our consistency goes to to die, it's very slow death. Or for some of us, it's not a slow death. It's pretty quick and fast. Um, So think about that. You want your goals to be realistic and you want whatever comes along with attaining that goal to be something that you are ready to do and that you're telling yourself, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna gonna work this plan. And at the end of the year, I'm gonna see what my results are, right? Right. Take things one day at a time. So also when you're you're thinking about your goals and we all have like by the end of the year this or by the time I go on vacation that, and I think that's great because that's long term, right? That's you looking all the way down the tunnel at the other side. And that's, that's good. But you want to also take things day by day. One day at a time, one workout at a time, one meal at a time. Because those tiny little habits is truly what gets you your end result. So every day you wake up and you say, I'm going to have breakfast. I'm going to eat a healthy lunch. I'm going to eat a healthy dinner. I'm going to drink all my water and I'm going to get my workout in for today. Because I know if I just bust things all the way back down to the day that is in front of me and if I make each habit something that I can do each day and I go after these things, every small step that I take each and every day will add up to the end result that I seek. So 
if looking at things with such a broad view, if you do find that to be overwhelming, start thinking about things on a day-by-day basis and just make a little healthy fitness checklist for yourself. The same way you make a checklist for all the other things you have to do that day, make a little healthy checklist that says breakfast, lunch, dinner, water, workout. And then just check it off as you do it throughout the day. Like, did I drink my water today? Check. Did I eat breakfast today? Check. Did I have lunch today? Yes, girl, check. Did I have a healthy dinner at an appropriate time? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Check. Did I get my workout in? Check, check, check. And then we're done. So if we hit these goals, these small goals every day, I promise that by the end of the year, you will be, if not at your goal, so much closer to it, you will be happy with the results that you have and you will feel better. It is something very special that happens to us intrinsically when we are when we are practicing healthier habits. Mentally, you feel so much better about your journey and what you expect from it when you know you've been taking better care of yourself every day, right? So... In order for us to be more consistent, we have to set realistic goals. We have to take things one day at a time. We have to make sure we have developed an attitude of no matter what, I'm going to do this because this is important to me and this is going to make me feel better. And if I want to achieve whatever goal I've set for myself for this year, I'm going to have to do things even when I don't want to or even when it feels inconvenient or even when I'm tired, even when I have had a bad day, right? Right. Are we all on the same page with this? I hope so. Consistency really is the secret to the sauce. It really is the major key of adulthood. We do everything else consistently. Why not treat ourselves with that same with that same energy. We can do it. I know we can. I'm gonna do it. Y'all know I shared it on Instagram. I bought a workout fitness tracker because I feel like it's going to help me be consistent. I ordered red um, like foil stickers, star stickers to put on each day. I ordered them on Amazon. They should be here any day now. Um, And I plan to just fill up each square on that little calendar with a star. That is going to help me be consistent because I don't want to miss a day on my calendar. I don't want to see no empty squares. So that doesn't mean that I'm participating in workouts that are going to absolutely kill me every day. But it does mean every day I'm going to do something. I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to be consistent by doing something every day because I know what works for my body. And that's another that's another thing with being consistent when you're doing workouts that you know work for you. And even if it's, and I pray, I pray this for everybody. I pray that the thing that works for your body is something that you also don't mind doing, right? That's my fitness prayer for everybody. But for some of us, the thing that works for us is probably the thing that we don't like to do. A lot of people don't like hit workouts. A lot of people don't like CrossFit. A lot of people don't like boot camp style workouts. But for a lot of us, those are the things that give us results. So if you want to be consistent, also look for the things that you know work for you and try to do those at least once or twice a week, right? Um, But yeah, I'm going to fill up my little fitness tracker with red stars all year long. 
by doing things that I know work for me. I know cardio is what my body responds to. So this year I'm going to run and I'm going to walk. I'm still going to strength train and do bar and Pilates and all of that other stuff too. Um, But last year I did not run and walk as much as I probably should have. And I can see it. I can feel it in my body. So this year I'm going to go back to what I know works for me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be consistent about it. And at the end of the year, we'll see if, you know, we'll see if it pays off. I know it's going to, though, because that, because girl, that's what works for me. So let's all try to be more consistent with our goals this year. Share your goals with me. You can message me on Instagram at TFV Fitness, and I would be more than happy to root you on all year long. If you are looking for an accountability coach, if you need someone to help you, um, be more consistent with your daily habits. That is what I do for a living. So you can always either message me on Instagram or email me at tavfitness at gmail.com if you would like to set up a consultation to learn more about how I can help you hold yourself more accountable all throughout the year because I would love to do it, girl. I would love to do it and I'm a lot of fun. So it's kind of like you're getting a two for one. You're getting accountability and you're getting a good sister girl homegirl workout partner, and you're going to love it. So let's see if we can all be more consistent this year. Um, because honestly, if Easter comes and we have not been doing anything, girl, it's too late. And if you live in the South like I do, by the time it's Easter time, your arms are out, it's hot, we're already tiptoeing into spring and summer clothing, and that that is not when we, we should be trying to start any type of fitness, anything. If you haven't started it by then, by Easter, girl, it's too late. And I mean, wow, it's never too late to make a good decision and it's never too late to start. So I take that back. However, if you are looking to be a certain way by spring and summer, that starts today. That is what I mean, because I know somebody was going to come for me. That is what I mean. Start today. And by Easter, by summer, Girl, we we going to be wearing all the tank tops and we're going to love it. And the general public will too because we're going to look amazing. And people are going to stop you and tell you you have Michelle Obama arms. And you're going to say, "Why, well, yes, I do because I work out and I'm consistent with my fitness goals. Okay? All right. So for my personal workout journey, for the workout report this month, like I just mentioned, I'm going to be running and walking. That's what I'm holding myself to for right now, right? Um, if you got your newsletter and you read through that, then you already know I got a fitness trampoline for Christmas. So I'm going to start getting back into that. I actually used to teach a class that used the fitness trampoline and it's a really great workout. Um, so I'm going to definitely be weaving that in and out to what I'm doing. I'm working out at home now too, by the way, now that Omarion has decided that he still has an icebox where his heart used to be. Baby, I'm going to be home because I can't do the germs and the possibility of contracting nobody's nothing. So I'll be home. Um, So yes, the trampoline is going to be my friend. I have already started doing more bike rides. I mean, it's only the, what, the fifth day of the year, but I have already started doing more bike rides. (laughs) And because Santa finally heard my cry, you know, last year I asked Santa for a, tra- a treadmill for Christmas and I guess he didn't think I had been all of that nice. Maybe he thought I had been real naughty and Santa was like, no. This year I 
I told Santa, look, bruh, I'm asking for two things, a trampoline and a treadmill. I have been good and I deserve, right? And Santa, if you slipping on your pimping and I don't get no trampoline, then guess what? My birthday is in February and sis will just, sis will just treat herself because like I just said, she deserves, right? But Santa, he, he got him and his elves together and made it happen for me. So yay, sis doesn't have to buy it herself. <laughs> Love that for me. And my trampoline, not my trampoline, but my treadmill should be coming pretty soon. I was supposed to get it right at Christmas um, time, but of course Peloton had to reschedule me as they often do. They have to reschedule deliveries. I was rescheduled, so I should have my treadmill pretty soon. And whenever I get it, I'm literally going to start running and walking on it that day. Um, because I know that's what my body responds to. And it's going to help me tremendously to be able to do that at home. Um, and I'm very thankful. I am full of gratitude. I appreciate it so much. Um, and I'm very excited. And I will be definitely sharing what classes I do through the Peloton app. Um, I feel like I don't see that much about the Peloton treadmill on social media. Um, but I do know they just hired a lot of new run instructors. So maybe we'll start to see them talk about those classes more. But I'll definitely share my experience with it um, for you guys on Instagram and the newsletter and here. Because if you're looking for a treadmill, this one is like the perfect size. It's not huge and bulky. Like their their last treadmill um, was extremely enormous. Um, and I don't know that a lot of people would have had the space for that one. But this one has a very beautiful streamlined design. It is not insanely huge. Um, it's a very quiet machine. And when I tested it in the store, like I fell in love with it. So... Very excited to have one, and I will share my journey on it um, whenever it gets here. Um, so that's part of my personal workout story right now. Like I said, I am going to be working out at home probably until the summertime and numbers go back down because I do not have the time to get as sick as Omarion would like for us to be. Um, my own workout challenges and struggles have pretty much resulted around the fact that um, I was exercising for a living. And then when the place that I closed or was working at closed, it brought a lot of my activity to a, sh a screeching halt. Um, I didn't realize it then when the studio was open. Um, but I certainly realize it now that like, wow, when your job is, and I didn't work at a place that just like posted a workout on a board and watched people do it. I did not work for a place that, um, kind of just shout it out to people and encourage them to do it. No, where I worked, you did the workout, right? And I know a lot of places that we go to as um, participants, the person isn't really doing the whole workout with you. They're kind of walking around the room. They're chatting with people. You know, the workout is on a board, something like that. But where I worked, you did the workout from start to finish, and when you were teaching multiple classes in a day, it was nothing for me to work out for four hours a day, right? Absolutely nothing for me to, to do that. And then on top of that, I was still going and doing my own cardio at the gym. Um, when you go from that being your life to only working out 
you know, for like an hour each day, you're going to see changes in your body. And so I've had to take the time to kind of like try to give my body the opportunity to kind of reset itself to expect something different from me. And hopefully the time that I took off in 2021 um, has allowed me to do that. Hopefully my body is back to what is expected from like a normal person's um, activity level. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, But that's one of the challenges that I've had. It's kind of like mentally retraining myself to to know and understand that it is not normal for people to work out for four to five hours every day. That is not what most people are doing. People are not doing that, Tia. So I've had to mentally kind of work through that. Um, I did have to mentally work through um, being sad about my job being gone because exercise was such a huge part of my day. Um, And being able to give the gift of exercise to other people was, you know, a big part of my life. What it did for me emotionally and socially, um, not having that impacted me in a very big way. Um, So I kind of had to work through that. Then the kids were home virtually learning. Um, So, of course, that was a challenge. And now that I kind of feel like I'm in a much better place, the kids are in school, um, I have done the work to not be sad about losing my job anymore um, and all of that. And I just feel like I'm in a, a, a much better place. So we can start a new fitness journey and see what our results will be at the end of the year. But I'm, I'm excited for it. So those are some of the challenges that I, that I have had. Um, and I'm also very guilty of allowing my own day to get away from me. I'm super guilty of that, of allowing the day's task to just fill up all my time and then it'll be 8.30 and I still haven't worked out yet. And that is why I personally need a no matter what attitude because I need to say to myself, no matter what, I'm going to get up early and get this workout in first thing in the morning. Or no matter what happens to me throughout the day, I need to get this workout in before I go to bed. So we'll see. We'll see. But that's where I'm at. I'm working out at home. I will be running and walking, strength training, and riding my bike using my trampoline. I'll share all of my different workouts on my Instagram stories, and I'm going to use that fitness tracker that I found on Etsy to encourage me to remain consistent, and I feel really good about it. I feel like I'm in a good a good place, so I'm excited. So for some of the more random things, now I know this start of a new year comes with all of us making resolutions, goals, plans, casual promises, whatever. I don't really like to set resolutions like that. And I don't know why that is, but I stopped doing it a long time ago. I also don't make vision boards anymore. Um, and I don't even know why I stopped doing that. Oh, I do. Because every time I would make a vision board, this was a long time ago, though. <laughs> every time I made a vision board, girl, I had a baby. So I stopped doing that because I don't want no more kids. But I see um, <laughs> people have started taking vision boards in a whole new direction. So maybe it is time. Maybe it's safe for me to go ahead and revisit the idea of a vision board. Um, but to be honest with you, I also don't know where I would put a vision board that wouldn't bother me to look at it all year either. So I don't think those are for me. Then I see people doing like words of the year and I have done words of the year in the past and I might pick a word. Maybe my word of this year is consistency. Let's just be consistent, girl. You know what? Let's claim that for me right now. My word of the year is consistency. Boom. How about that? Checks that off my list. Um, Because that's truly 
what I need to be doing. Some of the things that I'm going to be more consistent about in 2022. So it's not really like it's a goal or a resolution or anything like that. These are just some things that I have told myself, Tia, you need to do better. So last year I got so much better about doing laundry, getting the laundry done, and everybody always had clean clothes and things to wear. And that was great. And it made me feel really good to not always be looking at overflowing laundry, right? Except for when it came to myself. So one thing that I didn't do in 2021 is my own laundry. So like I was washing my clothes, but I was not folding and putting away my own stuff. I literally would be folding a load of laundry and I would have like the boy's stuff, my daughter's stuff, my husband's stuff. I would put his stuff in a basket Um, and when I'm done folding his stuff, I just push it into the closet on his side and he puts it away himself. The kids, I fold up their stuff. I go put it away for them in their rooms. Literally my own stuff. When I came across it in a load of laundry, I would just put it off to the side. And then my own stuff would be like a pile of laundry. And I'm like, why am I doing that? That's not even smart. Like, girl, you're already sitting down to fold the laundry. Just fold yours too. And then put yours away. But there is a mountain of my own clean clothes right now in a basket on my side of the closet because I don't make time to do to do my own. I do everybody else's and I just kind of leave mine to form this um, to form like the eighth wonder of the world. I don't know, but it's back there. And this year I'm going to be more consistent and better about putting my own laundry away so that I, too, can find clothes when I need them. I'm going to do it. This is this is the year. That's one of the things I'm working on this year. I'm also going to work on getting gas when my gas light comes on. Now, I love a good challenge, just like most people do. I love the adrenaline rush you get of trying to ride that gas tank all the way down until you feel like you have to have to stop. You know, I love a good fight with the gas tank light, but... This year, I'm not going to do that. I'm not playing those games anymore. This year, when that gaslight comes on and it says, Tia, you have 30 miles to make a decision, I am going to find the nearest gas station of my choice and I'm going to stop and pump gas. Gone are the days where I'm getting into the car to take these children to school at 7.20 in the morning and I turn my car on And my car is like, ooh, sis, you got three miles. And you know them kids go to school like two miles from the house. And then it's going to be, what, four miles to your favorite gas station. So, girl, you're going to run out of gas. You might. I haven't yet. And that's why I keep playing with them. But I'm like, Tia, you don't, that's, why? Why are you doing that to yourself? You don't need that kind of stress in your life. Stop and buy the gas. When the gas light comes on. Or even before the gas light comes on, when you see it's getting close to the light, stopping by the gas. Who? What are you trying to prove to anybody by racing the gas light? And let me tell you, girl, if you race that gas light and you lose, that's going to be a bad look and probably a bad day. And now you got to call roadside assistance or even worse, girl, your husband. He's going to have to get off his job to come help you because you ran out of gas. And I don't want that. I don't feel I don't feel like dealing with those attitudes. So I just need to start stopping and buying the gas. I really do. If you ever see me share anything about me um playing with the gaslight this year, 
slide into my messages and say, girl, stop, go buy the gas. Go buy the gas. Go buy the gas. I'm going to do better. This is my year. I claim it. I'm going to buy gas before I'm about to run out. This is my year. And I hope my dad is listening to this too because he gets on me all the time about riding that gas until that gaslight is beyond. So this is my year. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Another thing that I'm going to do this year is use my gratitude journal. Now, I am a subscriber to the Pouring Over Books subscription box. If you don't get that box in the mail, sorry to you because it's an amazing box. It comes with a book. It comes with coffee and it comes with other little things that just make you happy and feel good like candles and notebooks and pens and just all kinds of lovely things that we we like and we enjoy. One of the items from 2021 was a gratitude journal and I have always wanted to be a person that journals but I don't like open-ended tell me about your day kind of journaling, right? The gratitude journal literally gives you a space for each day for you. And it's a small space for you to write down things that you are grateful for in that day. And I have so enjoyed using it. I saved it for the start of this year. And like we said, we're only on day number five, but I have so enjoyed using it so far this year. Um, And I feel that it's one of the things that I really want to make sure that I'm consistent about doing all year long um, because I've really enjoyed it. So that's something too. I'm going to hold myself accountable to journaling that each day because it literally takes two minutes to think about things that I was grateful for during the day. Um, And then another thing that I'm working on this year is finally decorating my house. It looks like we just moved in here. I mean, I did fine with like going and buying furniture Um, but I never decorate it. Like there's no paint on these walls. I haven't hung anything really other than like maybe the one or two pictures that are up in here. I haven't really decorated. So this year I'm like, okay, Tia, go on Pinterest, get some inspiration. Um, I actually know of an interior designer here, um, that I think I want to use, um, I'm like, I need to have him come out here and kind of push me in the right direction, give me some ideas. And then I need to, I just need to do it. I need to make it a priority and do it. So that's another thing that I'm working on this year. It's decorating this house, making it feel more like a home. Um, Because truly the only time it, it feels nice and cozy and warm is at Christmas time when I bring all that stuff from the basement and I sprinkle it all throughout the house. <laughs> and maybe that's why I like Christmas decorations so much. It's because it makes my house feel like warm and cozy. Um, like a family lives here. And I want to feel like that all year long. So I need to I need to figure out how to decorate and then do it. Because so far I have done nothing. Um, so we're going to work on that in 2022 as well. I think those are all of the things that I'm going to work on this year. So see, girl, that list is not long. Those things are really doable. I just need to do them consistently. And that's why that truly is going to be my word of the year. I'm glad you guys helped me with that. I'm going to write that down somewhere and then share it so that I can be held accountable for it. Um, Some other quick little random tidbits before we say goodbye This season of Queer Eye is on Netflix and just like all the seasons that have come before it, it is so good. Um, They do such a good job with that show. You're going to cry. It's just kind of like watching This Is Us, but, um, you know, without the the plot part. (laughs) 
<laughs> so watch it if you haven't seen it. It's going to make you feel so good. You'll cry, so make sure you have tissues. Insecure ended, and that was a moment for us all on Twitter. I'm actually going to start watching Insecure again from the beginning because now that I know how it ends, I feel like I can watch it from a different perspective this time around. I think this first time watching it, of course, like most people, we were very much so like into the love stories of everybody and everybody's dating life. But now that we know that how the love stories end, I feel like this time I can rewatch it with just the, I don't know, the the idea of following more of like Issa and Molly's friendship. Because I don't think I focused on that as much as some other people apparently did on Twitter. I was all about Issa, Lawrence, Nathan, Daniel, and everybody else and who how that was going to end for her. Um, but now that I know the answer to that, I'm like, no, I'm going to go back, watch the show from the beginning and look at the friendship aspects of it look at some of the other characters that maybe didn't get as much screen time, but they definitely had a huge impact on the show and they were so funny. Um, But I'm gonna watch it again from the beginning because it was great. And I'm sad to see that show go. Um, The Bachelorette is over. So at this point, spoiler alert, she picked Nate, which is who I did not think she should have picked. Y'all know I wanted her to pick Minnesota Joe. Um, but now that the show is over and now that I've seen more of her and Nate together, and certainly when I saw them together during after the final rose, apparently there was a whole lot to Nate that we didn't get to see. And this is what my beef is with The Bachelorette. Okay. When y'all edit that show and you make these people look like characters, right? Like y'all did the edits to make Brandon look like this lovey-dovey, mushy, like obvious choice, right? And they did the same thing to Joe. Like they they gave her and Joe a storyline so that we would buy into it and be like, yeah, those two Minnesotans, they need to end up together. They did not show any of Nate's stuff. Like apparently Michelle said he grew so much throughout the process that they always had such a tight connection um, and that their love story really did not get put on TV. And I hate that. So what The Bachelorette needs to start doing, y'all need to show us what the people are giving. That way we can make fair comparisons all throughout the season And then at the end of the show, when she picks something or somebody, it won't come from complete left field. Like you won't be like, why'd she pick him? Or I didn't think she should have picked him. You know, that way we have a much more clear understanding of how these people are getting selected. And I think that's the case for not only The Bachelorette, but The Bachelor too. I think sometimes the way they, they do the editing on the show, which I get it, it's a show and it's for entertainment, but they... They edit things in a way that kind of make people look like characters instead of real people. And so then at the end, when people get selected, we're like, why did they do that? But it makes perfectly complete sense to them, even though most of these relationships don't end up working out anyway. I hope Michelle and Nate make it. I hope they are the exception to the rule and that they get married and stay married and have babies and do all the things they want to do because they are super, super cute together. Now that I've seen more of them, but the show just didn't show us what we're getting to see now. 
So they need to do better with that. I'm not watching this season of The Bachelor because I don't want to. (laughs) So yeah, not watching it. The last season of This Is Us and the last season of Blackish is on TV right now. So I'm going to be watching those to say goodbye to those two really good shows. Um, Ozark is coming back to Netflix and that's a show uh, me and my husband watched together. So I'm very excited to see that when it comes back on. Um, what else have I seen that I want to make sure I mention here? I think that's it. I did watch the eyes of Tammy Faye. It's a movie on HBO, um, that follows Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, um, and their televangelist careers. Um, it shows a little bit of their, like their rise and their fall. So if you are into that kind of thing, I love documentary style, like biopic movies. Um, so if you're into that, check that out. Um, I have also been watching Step by Step on HBO when I fold clothes and that has been extremely soothing and comforting to my little spirit for some reason, watching all of the old like TGIF shows. So I started with Step by Step. I'm probably going to do Family Matters <laughs> next. And I think um, The Fresh Prince is up there. So I'll probably do that one after... Family Matters, I think Hanging with Mr. Cooper, like all of the classic throwbacks from my childhood, literally all of them are on HBO Max right now. And that's what I do when I fold clothes. I sit down and I just find so much peace and comfort in watching those wholesome and live in front of a television audience TV shows. And they bring me a lot of peace and joy. So Yay. I hope you guys have enjoyed our very first episode of the year. Um, Share this podcast with other women in your life. Bring them to our table. Tell them to grab a snack and sit back and relax and let's get into this conversation. I am so excited to do 2022 with all of you. Um, Share the newsletter if you get it. If you don't get the newsletter, go to my website and get subscribed, girl, so you can get all of this goodness delivered right into your inbox every month. I promise to never spam you and only to send things to you that I know you would truly benefit from and enjoy. Join me for the meal planning class on January 9th at four o'clock. That is this coming Sunday. If you have not bought your ticket for that already, go ahead and get your seat at that table too, sis, because I'm going to be sending out the Zoom information for that class on Friday. Um, So you don't want to miss that. Remember, when you are out living your life and you see another woman and you admire something about her, Tell her, compliment her, make her day, make her feel special. Share all that good love and warmth that's inside you with the woman that's next to you. Make her day. And I hope someone does the same for you because when we uplift one another, we uplift the sisterhood as a whole. And we know that that's what the world truly needs right now. I have so enjoyed my time with you today. I can't wait to chat with you again in a couple weeks because it's more episodes all of 2022. Right? Right? Okay, y'all have a good day and I will see you on Instagram.